So here are some Narnia revelations. I'm watching The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and God keeps giving me revelations about it. And there's a part where Father Christmas comes, and he gives presents to Peter, Susan, and Lucy. And to Lucy, he gives her the juice of a fire flower, and one drop could cure any injury. And then Susan gets a bow and arrow, and then he gives her also this horn, and he he says, if you ever need help, help will come. Um, And I think he said something about, like, you don't have a problem of making yourself heard. And then he gives her this horn that makes a big noise. And then Peter, he gives him a sword and a shield. And God was showing me that the gifts that they each were given are highlighting what they already carry, are highlighting who they are. And these gifts are like anointings. They're like blessings from God that enhance already what they have in Jesus. So I thought that was really cool. And there's a part in the beginning of the movie when they're at the train station and Peter's looking at soldiers and being like, oh, like, I think he's wondering why am I not going into the army? Like, why do I have to take care of my family? But then just feeling the pain of that of like, oh, he wants to go and yet God's going to fulfill it in Narnia where he actually leads an army in Narnia and saves the kingdom with Aslan. And so God was reminding me too that there's times when what we desire doesn't happen the way we think, but then it does happen in Jesus's eyes in his timing and it's perfect. With Father Christmas too, he gives them gifts and he tells them, these are not toys, they are tools. Bear them well and wisely. And that reminds me of the gifts of God too that he gives us. That they're meant to be born well, like bear them well and wisely and used to bless others and used for the kingdom of God to bring him glory. Another part in the movie, when Lucy is looking for a place to play hide-and-seek with her family, um, God was reminding me, too, that in the garden, Adam and Eve hid. That was like the first hide-and-go-seek game, but it was hiding from God in a sad way, not a happy way, where in the movie, when they're playing hide-and-seek, it's a good thing, and it's just fun and using the time well. And then Aslan uses the time for her to find... The wardrobe because Edmund is mean to her and takes the place she was going to take and then a door was locked and so she goes to the next door and that door opens and the wardrobe's there and it's covered in a sheet and God was reminding me that the wardrobe is a representation of intimacy with God and that when she takes off the curtain it's like Jesus took taking off the curtain for us or giving us permission to take it off with Jesus and then we can enter into the wardrobe enter into the heart of God and go into more intimacy with God deeper with him where we find a land filled where there's a whole new land open to us like Narnia is a whole nother land it's not just a wardrobe in a room it became a whole nother realm and that's with God that God brings us into another realm where we can have intimacy with him and pursue him also another part is when there's these frozen creatures that the white witch has frozen the good guys and God was reminding me that 
what the enemy can do is just paralyze us and keep us frozen from who we really are. And until we believe the truth about ourselves or follow Jesus, we'll live unfrozen. We'll live to our full potential the way God created us to live. And the only way we can get unfrozen is if Jesus breathes on us like Aslan breathes on all his creatures that are frozen and they come back to life alive. Um, God does that for us as well. Another thing... I noticed was Susan says what have you done and then Aslan would say how could this have happened and Susan's way is blaming someone what have you done like it's your fault something's wrong with you your identity kind of like that thing where Aslan says how could this have happened it's like an invitation into explaining and sharing what happened in your own way in words and I love that. When Aslan jumps on the White Witch, he eats her up and she's gone and he says to Peter, it is finished. And it reminds me of how the Lord, it represents God conquering the enemy, death, sin, and the grave. And that we have no nothing to fear anymore because it is finished. Jesus said it on the cross and he conquered all those things for us and the picture of the white witch being eaten by Aslan that there's no more remnant of her like she doesn't have any power over the Pevensies the people anymore because Aslan has conquered all of it and the same with Jesus that Jesus has conquered it all for us and the only thing if we we can give the enemy power if we choose to believe what he says about us, which is not true because Jesus has given us the power through him, him conquering destiny in the grave. He died for us and was buried and rose again for us so that we could have new life in him and not have to live this life in fear anymore, but live this life in his power and strength and authority. And we have the power to believe the truth and to conquer like Jesus because he's conquered for us. But we can give power to delusions or illusions or what the enemy says, but it's not true. We All we have to do is just turn to Jesus and say, Jesus, what you say is the truth and I believe you. Um, because what the enemy says is lies and we don't have to give it power. We just get to trust in Jesus and follow him and let him have his way in us, his power flow through us and him have his way in every place and in every way it's all about belief what jesus did on the cross what aslan did and what represent aslan represents jesus and him conquering all those things we don't have to live in fear anymore because jesus has won and so we get to live in the power of jesus and we conquer through jesus over everything that's not of him and so we are free in him and all we have to do is just trust and believe in jesus that he has done it all and trust in him that he forgives us and makes us new. The enemy has no power, no longer has any power over us because Jesus is conquered for us. And if we believe, then we are saved, forgiven, and free in Jesus. And we don't have to live in fear or delusions or illusions or lies that the enemy has power because he doesn't. We just turn to Jesus, give it to him, and we are safe in Jesus because the enemy has no power over us, only God is bigger than the enemy and God has conquered for us and if we believe in Jesus we are safe free delivered healed and conquer through Jesus